please do not turn off. Please do not. Just do not exit the podcast. Just stay in the podcast. Please listen carefully. Hi, everybody, and welcome in to the Off the Top of My Head podcast, a podcast just about anything and everything. I find interesting people with interesting topics and record in interesting places, and it's all off the top of my head. So whatever you're doing right now, thank you for bringing me with you. And now, let's get in to today's episode. Hello? Hey, Audrey. We're beginning the podcast now. <laughs> Hi. Yo, it's all good. Hi, everybody. Welcome into this episode off the top of my head podcast. My name is Bill. Thank you once again for downloading this episode. And I, I look, Audrey, I love it. I love that it's just us and it's raw and it's not super edited. I think it is fantastic. So thanks, everybody, for downloading this episode and taking me and us wherever you, whatever, and wherever you are going, whether you're in your car, you're working out, whatever, we have a great guest today. So um, also wanted to mention that Off the Top of My Head is now on Instagram, so you can follow us at Off the Top of My Head, very simple search there, and email if you'd like to be a guest or have any feedback for the show please feel free to email at O-T-T-O-M-H podcast at gmail.com. All right, so let's get in with today's episode. So everybody knows who my guest is. Her name is Audrey Faust. Audrey, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Bill. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, this is great. Um, so Audrey is somebody that I've known for a little while now. And, um, you know, I love Audrey's entrepreneurial journey. And I think Audrey, we need to tell this story a little bit because I know you hit this pretty hard on Instagram and it, and it or not Instagram, sorry, LinkedIn, and it carries a pretty powerful message. So I wanted to, you know, go through that in the podcast, but then I also wanted to unpack what, what you do, what it is you do um, for a living. So, um, so let's start just by introducing yourself and we'll go from there. Uh, I'm Audrey Faust, and I have a new business that I'm just starting where I coach women to start their own accounting bookkeeping businesses. Very cool. I like it. So, so you said, so tell me how you got started with that. Like, where's the, where was the, the premise of it? Um, so I had my, I still have my, uh, my own accounting business. I've, I had that off and on for about uh, 17, 18 years. And I was beginning to feel a little unaligned, as you may put it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do something different. So I had been working with a bunch of different coaches, um, mindset coaches, sales coaches, and advisors that I, and I worked with this one advisor, um, Laura, who brought me to something that just felt completely aligned with what I wanted to do, which is um, coach and advise people and teach them how to create their own successful bookkeeping business. And women who have um, children, which is kind of how I got my start, and build this business around their schedules instead of having a you know, a corporate job where they have to report nine to five, um, you know, any women will know they're 
life is really hard to manage around that schedule. Yeah, there's quite a bit that goes on there. But let me let me ask you, you're mentioning like a career coach. Um, what made you seek out a career coach? Or is it something that just happened? Uh, it kind of just happened. I saw a little blip on Facebook where um, she was in a group with the mindset coach I was working with. And I, something called to me to reach out to her. So I did. And I just didn't feel completely aligned with what I was doing. I was having, like, it didn't feel like I, I, I'm great at accounting and I've always done it, but it was just feeling a little more like forced. I wanted to do something that felt easy and felt like, I couldn't wait to get up in the morning to go do this. So yeah. I wanted to find that. <laughs> yeah. You know what they call that, Audrey? They, they call it passion. Passion. They call yes. it passion. Passion. <laughs> you know, and, and, I, and I say that because, so I've had on uh, some of my past episodes, I've had a career coach and I've also had a, a life coach, mentors, uh, or motivational speaker, you know, and mentor. And, you know, the, the, word, the word passion often comes out. And it comes out because, like you said, it's what gets you out of bed in the morning. And I think, yeah. I think when people can align themselves and identify what they want to do for a living and what their passion is, um, like you said, it's something that feels easy and it's something that feels right. And you feel like you're helping people um, yes. by doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Absolutely. So, some, so some of the women that you've connected with are, are they women that are in your network or are you um, actively seeking them are they seeking you how's it all work going um yes so i'm active I, this is brand new so i am actively seeking uh clients at the moment i have worked with a couple and the one thing i realized that i had done over the years is i was doing this for free all along and I, you know, I never really connected the dots. So I had a few friends that were, that would, you know, and even associates that would say, how did you get, to, how did you start your business? And, you know, what did you do? And, you know, I need something that can work around my kids' schedules and you seem to do that easy and flawless. And, you know, I'm in accounting and, you know, how can I, uh, get back into accounting, but not get into a full-time job. Uh, what there was someone that was like a stay-at-home mom. So um, I kind of had been doing it for the last probably eight or ten years mm -hmm. with people I knew, and just did it for free. And then I, you know, kind of look back at that, and I'm like, yeah, huh, huh. yeah, <laughs> this is something that <laughs> this is a thing. I was doing for free all along. <laughs> yeah, this is a thing, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, so Audrey, where'd you grow up? So, yeah, I currently live in Pottstown and that's, that is where I grew up. I, I was, uh, didn't go very far. Um, and I was in what, you know, I'm not sure how local your people are, but I was in one school district district and literally moved across the river to a different school district. Okay. So just, so, just <laughs> it go very far. Yeah, so just to let you know, I have no idea where my audience is. They, okay. they could be from all around the world. It doesn't, right. it doesn't matter. But uh, so for those listening, if you're not familiar with the area, uh, we are in the suburbs of Philadelphia around the Pottstown, Pennsylvania area. So uh, just to kind of give you a, a frame of reference there. All right. So uh, you grew up in Pottstown. You still live in the Pottstown area. And uh, yes. uh, take me from there. Where'd you go to school? 
Um, so I went from, I went to Potts Grove High School and I'm now in O&J High School. Um, my kids went to O&J. So I, and I did not go to college fresh out of school. Um, I went to a business school at the time and was in at doing administrative work fresh out of that. So I kind of landed in accounting. The funny thing is, though, in high school, I um, was not the best student, I'm going to admit. (laughs) The only class I got an A in was accounting, which is hysterical because, um, yeah, it was, you know, it ne- but it never really resonated with me that that's kind of what I wanted to do. And then, you know, it was, until I was older. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because I wasn't a good student either, and I think the only one I got an A in I think was Jim, and that just required showing up. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. So I actually started my accounting business. Like I, um, my husband has his own business, so I started doing his accounting work. You know, when I, when he first started his business, like, oh gosh, that was probably like 25 years ago and I enjoyed it. And then, um, I started working for some small firms and like doing it part-time while my kids were little and, um, was good at it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I actually, you know, grew my business and started my business because I knew it was something I could. I had three kids under the age of six and childcare was just not financially feasible at that time for me. And I was able to grow this business and still be there for my kids and make a good living at it. And um, I actually went back to college while I was, while I started my business to get my accounting degree. Okay. And so. And where did you go to school? Or sinus. Okay. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Our science That's a great college. school. Yeah. And then you, you, also, yeah. you also have your master's, right? Yes. Yeah. And then uh, I, got, I, I got my MBA. I, gradu- I did that. Over, it took me about three years to do that and from like 2015 to 2019. Yeah. So well, that's a lot. To- I do like learning. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's a lot to take on, doing a master's, having kids, you know, a husband who has a yeah. business. And, you know, you're trying to have your own business at the same time. So, uh, yeah, balancing quite a bit there thank you yeah I like to keep busy (laughs) yeah for sure all right so what tell me uh, what happened after that then um yeah so I grew my business I did a little marketing in my business Um, my account once my daughter went into preschool I thought oh I can take a take on a few my client more clients so I did a little marketing through the local chamber of commerce and um got a sent out like 300 flyers and got like uh, three or four calls, maybe five calls um, for my bookkeeping business. And um, I was kind of off to the races from that point. It was all referrals from that point on. And it turned out to be the perfect business to work around kids because I, back in the, the, back then when I first started, um, the online businesses weren't as they are now. Like it was really hard to do bookkeeping remotely. You didn't have the technology then. So I would actually go out to different companies in the area and um, do the bookkeeping on site, but it still worked fine because my kids were either in preschool or 
elementary school and I just worked it all around their schedules and the businesses were very flexible with when I showed up and when I came as long as I was consistent and actually responsible and appeared (laughs) and um yeah, it, it was a win-win for everyone um, because I could be home to get my kids off the bus and uh, I could make a decent living mm-hmm. at doing it. And I, I love that technology has kind of followed where we can do things remotely now. So like to your point, you don't necessarily need to go into an office every day and you know, just take this podcast, for example, you know, we would have loved to get together today, but you know what, we're going to wind up doing it remotely. And I think that's, I think that's so cool that we have the technology to do that. It just makes things so much more convenient for, for all parties. And like you said, you're, you're able to now help clients. They don't necessarily need to be in the Pottstown area. They can really, they can really be anywhere. Correct. Um, Yeah. I was, when I was doing my accounting business full time, I had a client in New York city. So, um, I, when I started this business, this is kind of my second round. So, mm-hmm. um, when I started this business again, um, I decided I wanted to do it a hundred percent remote. So, um, yeah, I had clients all over the place and I've, I had coaching clients in California for my coaching business, mm, so, nice. which is also all remote. So, so you're, uh, you're also a little bit of a personal development junkie, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so tell me, I didn't, look, there's a lot of information out there right now, but tell me if you can give me some examples of some folks that you work with or some things that you follow that is helping you through your entrepreneurial journey and kind of helping your uh, mindset, if you will. Well, I had an amazing mindset coach that I worked with over the last year. And she did a couple of group coaching programs that I was involved in. And I completely transformed my mindset over the last year. Um, as you have seen, mm-hmm. Bill, if you'd have told me a year ago, I'd be on uh, LinkedIn and Facebook and throwing videos out there. Mm-hmm. I'd have told you you were completely crazy. So. Yeah. Can we, can we stop and pause there for a second? So, um, you know, I do a podcast because I have a face for audio. So <laughs> that's so, <laughs> well, thank you. Um, but I give you a lot of credit. You know, it, it's, it's difficult to go on video and really put yourself out there because you're, you're vulnerable. You're very vulnerable. Yeah. And the feeling that you have there is just like, Oh boy, are people going to sit there and criticize me? Or what are they going to think of this? Are they going to exactly. pick apart the content? But you know what part, you know, and that was, again, a big reason why I started this podcast. And it took me a long time to do it. And, and for those listening, if you haven't listened back to the first episode of um, my podcast here, Not Making Excuses, Audrey, that's all I was doing was making excuses. You know, I yes. always wanted to do one. And I'm like, okay, well, the audio has to be perfect. And, <laughs> you know, I need to have a fancy Instagram account. And I need to have the best guests. And I just, you know, at the end of the day, I realized, you know what, I'm, I'm just making excuses for not starting one. So, yes. so I just started one and yeah. it's developed to what it is today, you know, and I tell the story a number of different times and I, and I think I, I reinforce it by telling it because it's one of those things where I hope to inspire people to just start, just start doing something and not necessarily be afraid of it because you don't know what it's going to develop into. And if it doesn't develop into something great, you know, or that's okay, but are you having fun with it? 
like make right. sure you're having fun. So I give you credit for really going out there on LinkedIn and you're posting some content. Um, Thank you. So kudos to you. So go ahead. So you got, so you're Thank doing you. stuff on LinkedIn. What else are you doing? So um, I have a free Facebook group for anybody that wants to start their own uh, bookkeeping business where I do a coffee chat every Thursday evening where you can ask questions. Um, I just started that a couple weeks ago and I'm, I'm getting a good following. So I'm excited about that. That's cool. But um, back to where you said uh, the journey that I've gone on in the last year for mindset is, you know, and you were talking about video, everybody, you say you don't have a face or video, but that's mindset right there. <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> so, oh, you're you know, I was the same way because like, oh, I have to lose 20 pounds or, you know, I have to look a certain way or I have to like, you know make sure my makeup's perfect and this, you know, all those things like, but realistically, if you think over, like when you look at somebody else's video, right. Are, are you looking at my videos bill and saying, Oh gosh, her hair's out of place or her makeup doesn't look right. Or she needs to lose weight. Actually, like you're not. Yeah. No, not, none of the above. <laughs> I'm actually listening to the content. Um, exactly. You know, I, I do stare in the background a little bit and look some of the knickknacks that you have. But <laughs> other than that, you're right. It's it's all about the content. And I think that's what when we're talking about putting stuff out on yes. LinkedIn or putting stuff out, you know, anywhere. It's all about the contribution to the community. Yes. Because what's the reality, Audrey, is, is the reality probably is that 90% of the people who listen or um, watch your videos or listen to my podcast are going to re really remember what it's all about. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So, you know, so go ahead. So, so, so you do the LinkedIn. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and the other thing that somebody said to me that really resonated with me um, is like, I want to help women create this perfect, the perfect, nobody's perfect, but create this lifestyle for themselves that's going to work with their families and their kids. And I, I truly want to help them do that. So by me not getting out there and not putting myself out there, I'm being selfish. Mm -hmm. um, so that somebody said that to me and I, that really resonated with me. It was like, you're right. Like by me, like having the fear of not putting myself out there, not, you know, on video or whatever, it's completely selfish because if I truly want to help other people um, create this lifestyle for themselves, then, you know, I can't be selfish. I have to just get out there and just give them what they need to do that. Plus, plus by doing that, you're a great example of what you're preaching. Right. Right. So it's, it's like, you know, hey, you want a great work life balance, but yet they have no frame of reference. Well, you're the example. Right. You're the example. Right. All right. Good. So you got LinkedIn. You have Facebook. You use a, a, a mindset coach. What else uh, do you do for personal development? Um, yeah, several. I'm taking courses like crazy. So that's like the new thing, like all these courses right now. I'm taking a course on branding. And uh, graphics, because I've learned that um, I want to do it myself for this business. I want to get more involved in what all the, the branding and everything looks like. So it's more about me. Um, so I 
started a course to learn how to do a little bit of that stuff. Because when you hire somebody, it's great, but you really have to come up with your, your brand, especially when you're using your name as your brand and you are your brand, you have to come up with your brand that really truly reflects who you are and what you stand for. And it's hard to get that across to somebody else that's creating stuff for you. Cause they're always going to put a little bit of themselves in it, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> and, you're, and you're spot on because I actually had recently redesigned my podcast logo. I just wanted to make it a little bit different, you know, the simpler kind of modernize it a little bit. And I had somebody working with me helping to design one. Now we didn't actually go through with that design. We're just still kind of working on it, but it was one of those things where I, I just kept saying, no, I think I want it this way. I think I want it that yeah. way. I think I want it this way. I think I want it this way. And I'm just thinking to myself, I might as well just do it myself. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not that that person's input wasn't great. Right. But it's just like, I know, I know what I'm looking for. I might as well just do it myself. But I was also yeah. very thankful to have him to kind of bounce off of and, you know, kind of chat oh, about, absolutely. you know, different things or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, branding, branding is, is so critical. And I actually was just um, reading an article well, I had a little bit of audio to it on LinkedIn the other day about the new trend in uh, just audio in general. Because when you think about video, you have to be tied to a screen in order to watch it. So, you know, right. some of the content that is out there on YouTube or whatever other platform is, you have to watch it. But then right. audio, you can take anywhere with you. Yes. So now the big trend is uh, uh, companies and organizations as small or as large as you can think of, they're going with an audio branding type of model. Absolutely. So when you hear the Intel, the, the, that's my, (laughs) that's my best impersonation of that. Um, You know, you know, it's Intel. So, right. So true. Yeah. So people are, because that resonates with you. People are really looking into the audio branding piece of things. And I think that obviously is going to be critical going forward. Yes, um, absolutely. I actually work with a company that <laughs> um, in my accounting business, I work with a company that is marketing tour more. They're going back from back from video into audio that and that's kind of the that is the new wave. Um, so they're saying with these driverless cars and stuff, people are going to be spending more time in their cars. They're going to be listening to podcasts and audio and music a lot more and they're trying to get ahead of that. <laughs> and is, isn't it amazing that, um, that back in like the early 1900s or the dawn of radio that people, it was all audio before even TV right. existed. And now, right. and now look what we're going back to. Right. Well, cause, <laughs> and people are fast forwarding through commercials, you know, yeah. they have, yeah. you know, DVR and you're just going, yep. you know, because you're not going to watch that. But when you're in your car and you're driving or whatever, you're, you're list, you're forced to listen to whatever is there. And, and I also, <laughs> I also heard that people listen to podcasts in like one and a half and two times the speed. To, yeah. You know, have you heard this? I've heard of that. I've never done it, but yeah, you can increase the speed. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to be living on the edge if I increase the speed because <laughs> I have a hard time just with a normal conversation sometimes, let alone one and a half or two times. My goodness. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So good. So you work with the, um, the, the branding piece of it. What else do you do for uh, personal development or business development for your uh, coaching? 
Um, so, well, that, that's more for myself is the, uh, the branding. I, um, that, yeah, that's more of like the personal development. What, what I do with my coaching is I help women, um, create like one of the greatest thing, one of the most questions I get asked by women is pricing and sales and marketing for, um, the accounting world. People really struggle with both of those. So sales and marketing, there's such a huge trust factor when you're talking, um, being someone's, you know, bookkeeper, uh, they have to completely trust you. Mm -hmm. So you're, you know, you're given the keys to the kingdom, basically. So, um, and then you hear all these stories about these people who take advantage of that. And then that puts the fear in the business owners' heads that you're going to, you know, run away with their money. Mm-hmm. So there's this huge trust factor that's really hard that, to get over. And you have to um, build that trust first in whatever shape or form that is, was- whether networking or um through their CPAs, that's, that's a good referral source. Yeah. So I was going to ask, is that kind of like the first step when you're talking to somebody is to just build that trust factor? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. And, and now that you're that more of the bookkeeping is remote, that trust factor is even bigger because when I first started, I was doing it in person and there's something about that in person piece that gives you a little bit more trust Mm-hmm. Plus, they're still, like, signing the checks and they're still paying the bill. You know, they're still in it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if you're working remote, like, either you're given signature authority or you're using bill pay or you're using some other way to pay their bills um, so they don't have to be the one signing the checks. So that takes more trust. And I mm-hmm. get it. I mean, I'd be the same way. So that's, that's kind of how you can't just like post an ad on, you know, Facebook and say, oh, I'm taking bookkeeping uh, clients. Do you want to come work with me? Because it's just not going to happen. Right. Um, so, so with your coaching, we, we all know what makes you, you know, feel the best is the fact that you're helping, you know, a woman who wants to start her own business. But what are also, you know, everything can't be looked at through rose colored glasses, right? Right. So what would be some of the challenges when you're doing the coaching that you want to speak to? Um, challenges for them or for me? Um, you know what? Let's do both. I'm curious about both. Okay. Hmm. Well, challenges for them, that's the easier one. I'll take that first. <laughs> <laughs> so challenges for them, like a lot of challenges is is as well as is mindset and coaching mindset or confidence. So mindset to build your confidence, to have the uh, trust that you can walk away from a full-time job and build a business that's going to support you. Um, Having the mindset that you can charge what you're worth and um, not have somebody compare you to somebody who's, you know, like an admin or something where a lot of bookkeepers get compared to someone who doesn't have the same skill level as you, like an accounting degree or the experience because they're looking at it as data entry. And that's kind of where business owners look at bookkeeping wrong. Um, Yes, there's data entry in it. 
But if you're a good bookkeeper, you're going to go beyond that. You're going to um, create a value for yourself that is not just data entry. Um, I, I had one client that told me, you know, I was the best bookkeeper he ever had in 22 years. And I dug a little deeper on that. And I said, well, why do you say that? And he said, and it surprised me. He said, because you would look at, he goes, I'll never forget the one time you looked at my insurance bill and you questioned what was on it. And by doing that, I called my insurance company and realized that I was paying for something that I shouldn't have been paying for all along. Mm -hmm. He's like, you're not just doing the data entry. You're taking it a step further. You're looking at the analysis you're running, you know, financials every month and saying, Hey, do you realize like you're still paying for this? Or do you really need to pay for this? Or, you know, here's a part of your business that you can focus. That's really like profitable for you. Maybe you should focus on getting, doing more of that, Mm -hmm. like kind of doing a lot more where like the CPAs are now just pretty much doing taxes. Mm -hmm. Um, So it, they they don't do they don't really dive into the businesses. Um, they're like making a boatload of money, pushing out tax returns every year, and then they kind of go on vacation for the rest of the year. So, so yeah, so you you bring up a good point because for for you know specifically for business owners, when they're looking at their when they're looking at their business, like you said, they're they're in it all the time, so they see the same thing over right. and over again and to have a third party come in there and analyze it and pick those different things out that, that's a really valuable service and right and you know i i deal with a a career coach and you know over time we've become friends but the coaching session is nothing like the friendship you know the coach right. the coaching session is he's just a he's just a neutral party outside looking in giving what he sees from, from the outside. And I, that type of, that type of feedback for me is invaluable. So whether, whether we're talking about the personal development piece, or you're talking about, you know, being a business owner, you know, to bring somebody into your life and, and you have to be willing to do that. Right. right. And, the, and right. the business one is probably easier than the personal one. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, but to be, have somebody willing to do that is really really important i think yes yes and and you know i you know i mentioned the accountants so you're not that they can't do that for you but if you're the bookkeeper of a business you're getting in there that with the day-to-day stuff you're really understanding what that business is doing and what they're trying to build and what they're trying to grow so you're you know you're in it you're in it right there with them and you have the capability to really look dive deep into their financials and dive deep into what they're doing and give them, you know, advice, financial advice on how to navigate everything. Yeah, absolutely. So, so what do you find from the personal side with your coaching practice? What do you find most challenging with that? Um, I, well, I guess right now I feel like I'm giving a lot away for free. (laughs) So that that is, I guess, what I find I'm finding challenging right now that I am just putting it all out there and I'm giving Mm -hmm. all my advice for free 
and uh, I'm hoping that it's not like, you know, it's being well received, it's understanding. And also, I guess what I find challenging with is, um, I mean, I've had some good clients. So, you know, if I kind of weed out um, them in the beginning to make sure that, like, I'm, you know, you have to commit, if you're going to, if you're going to work with a coach, you got to commit to really like doing what they're, they're helping you with because, yeah. and not just so, ignoring it. <laughs> yeah. So, so do you follow uh, Gary Vanderchuk at all? I do not, but I'm okay, writing so his Gary name down. <laughs> yes. He, he would be, he also affectionately known as Gary V. Okay. So, so Gary, for my audience who don't know, Gary is this real high energy. Um, he's an entrepreneur. He owns several businesses, but he does podcasts. He does stuff on LinkedIn. He gives talks. Um, super high energy guy, but very matter of fact, very kind of in your face um, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, he goes by the model that he's just going to say whatever he needs to, you know, whatever information he has. He's giving out. He's making that contribution to the community. Right. You know why? Because 90% of the people are going to forget the information that he says. Okay. Only, ten, only 10% are going to remember. But then even too, Audrey, that 10%, they still need to put it in the, in the action. Yes. And they still need to do it their own way. So just because yeah. you're contributing that information to them, that's just a, that's just a starting point for them. I, but yes, even more, even more important, even more importantly, it's a real, um, I think, a, a real delve into your mindset on how you think. So I think that is what's most important, because, again, like we were saying, you have a personal brand right. that you want to that you want to put out there. And by doing that, you're creating your personal brand. True. So that's why when I'm on, when I'm on LinkedIn, <laughs> yeah, when I'm on LinkedIn all the time, you know, if you take a look at anything I like, anything I share. I have a personal brand out there and it's very positive and it's very encouraging. I don't want to be the source of negativity or controversy. Um, You know, do I think everything in this world is perfect? No, but I just, I feel like my contribution to the community from a positive aspect is going to be so much more beneficial to everybody. And I hope that somebody even gets just a small percentage of what I put out there. Absolutely. That means the world. That means the world to me. So, so yeah, so just keep doing you, (laughs) I think, (laughs) you know, just keep putting it out there and, and, you know, it'll, it'll continue to work for you. That's that's true. I, you know, I, like I said, I've done some mindset coaching and I had followed my mindset coach for quite a while before I actually signed up with her because I knew she was going to have a big sticker price. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, and all I, I liked all the things she was saying. Um, but did I ever follow through and actually do any of them until I started working with her? No, not at all. Yeah. So, but you, but, but by engaging that individual, you're making an, an investment. True. You're, inve- you're investing in yourself and you know that's going to pay what well, already has paid yes, dividends it has. <laughs> for you and it's going to, and it's going to continue to do that. I, uh, I refer to, I recently was joking with my, my old boss and I, you know, he's seeing all my videos and stuff and he's like, Oh, we have to get together for, you know, lunch or something. And, uh, I said, yeah, I said, uh, I guess you've seen such a change. I said, it's Audrey 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's a and that's a great thing. All right, let's let's transition to some lighter stuff. Okay. 
Okay. What'd you have for breakfast this morning? Oh, I don't eat breakfast. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't eat breakfast. I cannot go. So I usually get up in the morning, work out, and then right after I work out, I have to have breakfast. But you don't have breakfast, uh, huh? It's a, new, it's a new program that I was following. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's the first time in my life um, since I started this program that I did not, I do not eat breakfast anymore. Gotcha. So I, okay. uh, you go through a 16-hour um, fast. So you stop eating at 8 o'clock at night, and you don't start eating again till 12 o'clock. So. Okay, so so between twelve and eight, what are you doing? Because <laughs> I I know I'd be ordering a pizza. You would you would think this, right? You, know you would think you would think, but it, it it also it also has you taking out gluten, sugar, and dairy. So mm. um, and yeah, you're like I can't live without that stuff, right? And I thought the same thing, but um, and I thought I could never not eat breakfast until I did. So, and I found it so easy, really. I was just like, eh, well, whatever. It's because I feel like once you start putting food in your body, then it wants more. Like that's, you know, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm hungry yeah, again and well, I'm hungry again. And until you start that breakfast meal or your first meal of the day, it's, you know, it, I don't feel hungry. Maybe for the first day or so, but then a little bit and it's kind of like a little tinge and then it would go away. No. Well, it's just like fueling up a car, right? right. You, you fuel it up, you go how 400 miles or whatever it is, and it needs more fuel. Right. <laughs> so. so, all right. Yeah. So, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was, was just you, uh, the if... one other thing I wanted to say real quick was like I cut out dairy and gluten, and um, I didn't cut out carbs because you can still eat potatoes and things like that, um, but mm. and rice, but uh, the. The I have a her. I know we're getting completely off track here, but I have a herniated disc in my neck, or and uh, for the last two years, and that pain completely went away. So I'm like, there's something to be said about this uh, (laughs) not eating gluten and dairy. (laughs) I still eat a little bit of sugar because you know we can't go out. We can't go without sugar. But (laughs) yeah. Yeah, that's my that's my Achilles heel, sugar. <laughs> it's my weakness right there. Um, what are some of your hobbies? What do you like to do when you're not uh, fulfilling yourself personally and, and coaching? Um, I like to be outside. I like uh, to be kayaking and hiking and just out, outdoors, walking outdoors. I love to walk Valley Forge Park um, with friends and stuff. So that's like one of my favorite things to do when the weather's nice, of course. Oh, cool. But, uh, what, uh, what kind of a canoe do you have? Um, so I have a second home that I rent out in the Poconos. So, um, that sits on a lake. So I just have these little, uh, just little kayaks that I go out on the lake with. So Mm -hmm. nothing fancy. Nice. Yeah, we went kayaking for the first time uh, this past summer. It was with the L.L. Bean Discovery School. You're familiar with no. this? So L.L. Bean has these discovery schools. They're all around the United States, and, and they have classes. They're very reasonably priced. And you can sign up from, again, they're all over. The one that we went to was in uh, Lake Nakamixon, if I'm saying that right, in Bucks County. There's another one uh, in Marsh Creek in Chester County. But you go on the website, and they have, like, stand-up paddleboarding, kayaking, fly fishing, snowshoeing, all these. And I'm, that's just a small uh, portion of what they – they probably have at least 20 different classes. 
that you could take. And you sign up for them, you go, there's an instructor that will take you through the process of whatever it is you want to learn. And then you actually have some leisure time to, to do that. So it's, uh, we went, it really was uh, actually, I, I was like, you know, <laughs> you know, and my mother, my mother set it up for us, you know, the whole family. So I'm thinking, oh boy, this is going to be a train wreck. Um, but it, it really was a good time. We had a great time and I had never been in a kayak before. And it was so relaxing that, you know, my wife and I were looking at getting a kayak, like almost immediately afterwards. We're like, we have to do this again. This was so much fun. Yeah. Um, but I also did, uh, if my audience is curious about those discovery schools, I actually did a podcast review oh. about, about the kayak experience. And I also interviewed the instructor and my eight-year-old nephew's on there as well, given his review oh, cool. of, the, of, the, <laughs> of the Discovery School. So you can rewind. I forget what episode it is, but you can rewind back and, uh, you know, kind of take a look there. But, um, but yeah, kayaking is very relaxing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, good. Well, what else do you want to chat about today? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're just keeping it, we're keeping it breezy here, but... But I know I give you a lot of credit for going out there and, and starting something yourself. I, I've spoken with a number of people. So I was um, laid off from a job probably about a year and a half ago. And, it, you know, it was a situation that was kind of eye-opening to me. And I was thankful that I had the career coach. And, you know, my career coach said to me, you know, during the course of that, our conversations, he said to me, he said, Bill, he says, you know, what would be the perfect job for you? What, what, would, what would be the perfect thing for you to do? And, you know, we had a little bit of conversation. And, and he said to me, he goes, he goes what's stopping you? <laughs> he goes, you know, what's, what's stopping you? And I'm like, boy, that's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> what, is stopping, what is stopping me exactly? And, and I guess, you know, I never, took a, I never took a leap to, you know, start a business of my own. But I think the podcast was kind of born out of that mentality yeah, absolutely, and, and born out of that thinking. And it's interesting to go through this experience. Like, again, I, I, I still, I still, you know, want the quality of this podcast to be better than it is now. Um, I still, you know, I, I still want to put music to it and, and put some, you know, fancy, uh, you, know, you know, shiny, whatever, shiny bells and whistles on it that, you know, but the reality is, I don't own a podcast studio, right? <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not in a soundproof room or a booth where I can create this, this, um, you know, smooth sound and, you know, all this other, uh, you know, music accompaniments. So, um, but back to my point again, just getting on this, getting on this journey of this podcast to see, to see where it goes. And I think it's, I think it's really empowering to an individual when they recognize that they really could do anything. They can do anything they want to do. They're just bound by their own limitations. They're bound by their own mindset. That is something mm -hmm. I learned in the last year is, you know, there's nothing you can't do. Absolutely nothing. You may have to educate yourself on something to do it. But the only thing that's holding you back is your own thoughts. And once you can kind of separate that from who you are, like, and that's kind of what I have done when she can take those thoughts and say, they're just thoughts. Like, they're not mm -hmm. me. Like, I can change them to think whatever I want to think. So once, once you can get there, it's, you know, it's, it's totally amazing. And, um, you know, you say about career coaching, too. I mean, any kind of coaching, 
they ask you the right questions, you know, and that just kind of like resonates. Like, so I'm not sure if you're familiar with James Wedmore. Um, he has a podcast called like business by design and, but he is like big on the mindset too. And he teaches people how to create like courses as well as like all this other mindset stuff that goes with it. And, um, I went to his live event in January. It was freaking phenomenal. Like I'm going back every time I can afford to go back. So at least once a year, he does it twice a year. I'm going to go at least I'm committing to do it at least once a year. But his, at the beginning of the, of the live event, he says, I'm going to give you the ending of this event. And it was a three day event. He goes, I'm going to give you what you're going to learn at this event. And his, um, his phrase was just do it. Like, Mm-hmm. And then you went through all these three days and you like totally got like, you just do it. Like you just did the podcast, you know, you didn't worry about all the other stuff and you just did it. And that's the most important part. So, so the other thing too is, you know, and, and I think this is uh, kind of goes in with people who have that entrepreneurial type thinking is, you know, what the end looks like, right? You know what the end looks like. You just have to take a lot of steps to get there. Yeah. But the, you're right. The, the, fir- the first step is to just, just start. Just do it. Just start. And, you know. Just start. It's just like, so what if you don't have a website? You don't have to have a website. So what if you don't have everything figured out? Like, you just, you know, you just do it. And you figure it all out as you go. And, you know, you know the other thing that he said that was very powerful is you don't make mistakes. They're all learning lessons. So as long as you oh, yeah. learn something from what you, what you did, it wasn't a mistake. You learned something. You grew. You um, now are going to do it differently. So mm-hmm. um, people are so yeah. afraid of failing, uh, me included. You know, I, you know that's, that's the you don't want to fail. But if you take that out of your mindset and you say, I'm not going to fail, I'm going to learn something. It's a completely yep. different feeling. And you're, and you're spot on. It, you know, if you listen back one of my previous episodes, boy, there are, my audience has got a lot of podcasts to listen to. I keep referring back, but I, <laughs> but, but I just had somebody on uh, you know, a few episodes ago where uh, it was a 1223 boutique. It was fashion with compassion. And Jennifer is um, an amazing individual who had this vision to start her own um, resale boutique. And she knows what the end looks like. The end's a brick and mortar yeah. store where, you know, she's working it and, bringing in some great clothes, but then she's also giving back to some nonprofit organizations. That's awesome. And part of that is happening now with the nonprofit piece of it, but she doesn't have the brick and mortar. So she knows what the end looks like. So there's just all kinds of steps that she's taking to kind of go along, uh, along the way there. And social media is a big part of it and using her networks, another big part of it. So there's so many parts to that, to that entrepreneurial journey that, um, you know, it's difficult for people to see sometimes, I think. It's really difficult to see the all the moving parts. But, you know, once you put it all together and, uh, you know, there's, there's no better feeling. Yeah. And as long as you keep going and you don't give up, that's the other thing. Like, your success is inevitable um, as long as you keep going. And yeah, you make totally changes agree. along the way. <laughs> totally agree. Well, this was good. This was like part coaching, part life, <laughs> right? everything i think we covered all subjects though (laughs) yeah but i but i love this aspect of it too because i think there's a lot of people that go through life 
and don't think about these type of things. And this is a recurring theme in my podcast about self-awareness and self-help and self-improvement, however you want to label yeah. it. Uh, it's really powerful once you Absolutely. have the opportunity to connect with it. It really, really is. Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah, cha- you complete, completely change who you are for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Okay, Audrey, how do people contact you? I'm sure folks are going to want to reach out and you know talk about your experience or maybe even talk about sure. the coaching. Piece. Well, I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn, and I have a website. So um, Audrey Faust is my website, A-U-D-R-E-Y-F-A-U-S-T uh, dot com. And um, you can reach out at any you know, send me a, a message through Facebook, through LinkedIn, I'll answer anything. So <laughs> that's great. And join her Facebook group at Thursdays at seven. Did I have yes, that right? Thursday, it's Thursday. uh yeah, the coffee chats Thursdays at seven. You don't have to do the coffee chat, but it's a, it's a Facebook group for uh, women who want to start their own bookkeeping business. And I give tons of free advice in there. I give tons of, uh, I answer any questions that you have. And I do the free um, coffee chat every Thursday evening at 7. Nice. Well, we're going to hope that everybody finds this. I'm going to post this on LinkedIn since this is business related. Great. <laughs> um, so we're going to make sure that you share it, I share it, and we're going to get some women who want to empower themselves and, and start um, their own bookkeeping business. I think this is fantastic. Thanks, Bill. It was great talking right, well, with thank you. you. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, it was me. great talking. Yeah, you're welcome. And I understand this is your second podcast. My second did, one, right? Yes. Uh, good. Well, and I'm open it, to audience. I hope it was. Okay, good. That sounds good. Well, who knows? Maybe you start your own sometime, well, right? Maybe, maybe. I, I, I maybe, thought about maybe. it, but it's, uh, I have so many wheels turning right now. I need to just focus yeah. on a couple of them. And see, that's another part of your strength of working with a mindset yes. coach. Because you know by taking on something else, it might dilute what you already have. So you're going to compartmentalize things that you want to accomplish. And then, yeah, yes. maybe down the road a yes. podcast happens. So. <laughs> Sounds All right, good. good. Audrey, thank you so much for taking the thank time. Thank you, Bill. This thank you, everybody, fun. for listening. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This has been the Off the Top of My Head podcast. Once again, you can follow us on Instagram at Off the Top of My Head podcast. Or if you'd like to be a guest. If you have feedback for my guest, if you have feedback for me or about this podcast, feel free to send an email at O-T-T-O-M-H podcast at gmail.com. That's O-T-T-O-M-H podcast at gmail.com. And I also will put Audrey's contact information in the episode notes for anybody who would like to reach out to her and did, you know, maybe you were riding a bike or doing something and couldn't write it down. So uh, I'll put the, uh, put her contact information there. So thanks again, everybody, for listening, and bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Off the Top of My Head podcast. Who will I interview next? What will the topic be? And where will I record the episode? Please subscribe to be notified when a new episode is posted on your selected listening platform. Off the Top of My Head podcast, a podcast about anything and everything.